marketing experts has started 2021 on a high with the addition of another ward to its growing list of accolades. However, what does this mean for its clients and what can this Cambridgeshire full-service agency bring to the table for the bakery sector? We chat to Vari Russell, MD and founder of the Food Marketing Experts, about the importance of good photography in this day of possible Instagram overload and her advice for small independent businesses wanting to get up and go again. Vari, to kick off the Food Marketing Experts, you've recently won a prestigious award. Could you tell me a bit more about it? Yeah, we were absolutely delighted to have won Best Food Photography um, and Marketing Firm in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a really lovely surprise because like everyone, we just had our heads down and getting on with delivering what our clients are asking us to do. So, um, yeah, it was a lovely surprise. It was independently judged. So we don't know all the criteria of of why we were bestowed this amazing award but um yeah we believe it's because we keep delivering mouth-watering content for our clients which gets customers engaged with their brands and buying their products can you tell me a bit more about that yeah so we are a team of 12 um and we have some amazing in-house photography teams um who work both on the styling of the products and also on the recipe creation so mm-hmm. for us it's really important that we supply recipes as well as mouth-watering content so that the consumers can use the brand products in different ways so whether it be a sourdough and you're making a bread and butter pudding you need to feed your customers imagination so that they know that your product is the one that needs to be in their basket every week and that's what we're one of our jobs is to create that content so that those consumers buy that brand's product and i can imagine in today's instagrammable world photography plays an even more important part of the message Absolutely. And, you know, we all eat with our eyes um, and then our mouths. And if we're not able to get out in the way that we traditionally have, the content that you create engages with your consumers and therefore drives them to buy from you, whether it be direct or through another retailer. So absolutely, it's paramount right now. You're quite passionate about supporting the local business sector. Please tell me more about that. Yeah, I'm hugely passionate about local food and drink, um, and that's where the agency started. So we now have clients all over the globe, but we are blessed to have a very loyal and local customer base as well. So we work with a whole host of different brands, um, and we're a very... I guess unusual agency in terms of the fact that we take clients from all sizes. We don't effectively say, I'm sorry, because you aren't spending X, you can't, we can't work with you. We're really keen to grow the small guys too, mm-hmm. um, because they're the lifeblood of the exciting foodie world we live in. You know, they're the ones that can turn something on really quickly. The big guys can't turn as quickly. Um, and I started along with a friend, Kelly, six years ago, a networking group called Grub Club Events. And that was very much focused originally on Cambridgeshire. And now it's um, a national brand. So right. community and those small producers in Cambridgeshire were a huge part of our lives and still are. Um, and we really love championing the artisan producer and those who are local to us, because I think especially in COVID times, we've shopped with them more right? And, and they've been there. They've had their doors open for all of us. And it's really important that we support them. In your perspective, how has the bakery sector in particular fared over the past year? 
I think it's been really interesting because we've baked more. So there was right. a real shortage of flour. I think everyone turned to making sourdough um, or banana bread. I think mm -hmm. those are my two lasting <laughs> baking memories of COVID. <laughs> um, and I know my kids have baked a lot more because they were bored and therefore it was an activity they could do. It kind of felt a bit sciencey if you were trying to tick off the national curriculum while homeschooling. Um, but I think that has been a big growth from our perspective in seeing new startups. So we've seen a number of new bread and donut startups. Mm -hmm. um, we've also actively sought out and bought bread. So I'm really excited. I've done a Hobbs House bakery order for Easter. Um, and I think there's a lot more joy in those deliveries. Right. I think it's been really interesting to see Prep doing a frozen range into the supermarkets. I think that bakery as a whole at sector, both breads or cakes, etc., they bring so much joy and we're all eating with our eyes and we're all enjoying far more variety and sourcing it in a different way. So for me personally, I've really enjoyed my bakery journey with COVID and shopping in a different way. What advice would you give a small independent baker wanting to get up and get going again after lockdown has eased? I would advocate that they find some local partners. So if they haven't already found local partners that are maybe doing veg boxes or deliveries, I would definitely, you know, instigate that. I would also do some local um, targeted advertising on social to drive your footfall. Do Maybe if you feel like, you know, you've got on such a beautiful day that impetus to get out and do a bit of a leaflet drop, really nail your local patch. Because if you can nail your local patch, then anything additional, so selling online to a wider geographical area becomes so much easier because you have so many brand advocates that are championing what you do. Right. One of my first jobs was working in my godmother's bakery back when I was about 13. Um, and she ran a bakery in a village in Oxfordshire called Steventon. And it, you know, it was really infamous. You know, her gingerbread, were the, the, the treat that my father bought me when we went <laughs> over on a Saturday morning. My granny, whenever she came down, always bought the lardy cake. My mum loves the cheese and onion plats. So for many, you know, those bakery moments are intrinsic in chapters in our lives. And I think from it's been really interesting watching their journey and how they've done bread boxes and delivered during the pandemic. So I think that there's so many opportunities for businesses still to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think the local element is so passionately seen through the consumer's eyes now because those bakeries and cafes that have pivoted to do, you know, sourdoughs and scones and things are so much part of so many more lives because they couldn't get what they wanted through the supermarkets. How do you see the rest of 2021 panning out? Cautiously, I think, is my... Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm not flinging my doors open and running down to the local pub. Um, but I'm, I'm nervous. Um, I think like most of the population, it feels like we've been shut in our houses and behind our doors for so long that I'm very cautious. Um, I am looking forward to seeing people in person again. Um, but I think we've all got to adjust, you know, we're not going to be going and shaking hands. We're not going to go and be going and hugging everybody until the world has more vaccines across the whole planet. Um, but I, th I feel optimistic. I think that consumers are really ready to spend. Um, right. And a lot of consumers have had nothing to spend their money on. So therefore, there will be a bit of a purge of people spending. Mm -hmm. What the second, second half of the year looks like will remain to be seen. I guess that depends on the R rate and, you know, what that intrinsically looks like across the globe. 
Um, yep. But I remain very optimistic. We're very blessed to be in the food and drink space. Um, <laughs> and I think that as consumers, they will always need to eat. And if you've got a really good product and a really ba- good, strong band of advocates who buy your products, then any food or you know bakery brand will be okay. Getting back to photography and the importance of getting that visual message across, how does a small independent baker get involved? Where do they start? What would you recommend? I would pick one social media platform. You Mm -hmm. don't need to be on every single one. And that is, you know, it can be a full time job. Um, So I would pick one and be consistent. Consistency is key. So if you, for example, decided that Instagram was the way to go, make sure that your photography is really, really beautiful and really mouthwatering and makes you want to eat that product. Um, But be honest to who you are. Um, and make a commitment that you're going to post three photos a week for argument's sake and then make sure that you maximize out on hashtags but they're Mm -hmm. relevant hashtags check out what your competitors are doing um, but share your story people buy from people you know they're not going to just buy from you if you put a loaf of bread over your head and went into the store they want to see your face they want to see the characters behind the bakery they want to know why you're making that larder cake or where you source your eggs from if it's local so share your story Mm -hmm. share intrinsically who you are and your brand persona and yeah then other people will join in and and share that journey with you and share your enthusiasm and the quality of your products but I think the biggest thing I've learned over lockdown is don't be afraid to ask whether that's asking for help from a neighbor because you can't get out to get that prescription or they're asking that of you or you're wanting to do a brand collaboration with another brand if you don't ask you'll never get if you ask what's the worst they say no we've formed so many wonderful collaborations and opportunities through this horrendous window that actually I feel we've come out stronger and more buoyant because of it, because we've had the tenacity to ask. And asking is really hard to do. But if you're a bakery and you want, I don't know, to do something with an amazing fresh cream or something, just ask because you just don't know where it will lead you to. Can you tell me a little bit more about the food marketing experts and what you can bring to the table for the bakery and snack sectors? Yep, Um, we are a full service agency. So we pride ourselves on the ability to help someone who comes with an idea all the way through to helping them get into retail space and secure further listings. Mm -hmm. So we aren't your average agency. We are a team of 12. Um, We all have different specialisms, which we're really proud of. It's embarrassing how many years of experience we've got when we add it all up. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we we can do everything through from design to supporting. We pride ourselves also on being part of an extended part of that team. Mm -hmm. So we are for many of the clients we work with, we are their PR marketing and social team. So we just intrinsically fit in like that missing piece of the jigsaw to help deliver those requirements for them um yeah and we have a really good fun relationship we're all passionate foodies we get very very enthusiastic um we have the obligatory team whatsapp chat where there's invariably you know ideas pinging backwards left and left and right because we've thought of things at three in the morning um so yeah we're a passionate bunch of foodies who really pride themselves on what they do we started up grub club events because we hadn't found our tribe in a networking space um, and Mm -hmm. that's growing week on week and we're having some really fun virtual events. Um, So yeah, and then we 
I started up a charity the back end of last year called Creating Nature's Corridors because as an agency we wanted to be a bit greener mm-hmm. um, and I lost my brother to sudden adult death syndrome two and a half years ago and he was a carpenter and we as a family were always outside so it felt like a really positive way of marking his memory and making a difference to the planet so we're on a mission to plant 10,000 trees and hedgerow plants a year. Can you give us some examples of some of your clients? Yep. So at the moment, we're working with a whole host of different clients, one of which is a brand called Noble House Prepared, um, who do a range of chef prepared frozen meal solutions. Mm -hmm. We've also worked with Cakehead, um, who do a range of baked goods. So we, yeah, we have a whole host of different clients. And um, yeah, it's really, really good fun. You've also been crowned one of Enterprise Nation's 2020 top 10 advisors. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, um, I one of my team put me forward for this um, mm-hmm. and I was somewhat surprised. I don't think I'm anything particularly special. Um, <laughs> I just get on and do and I, I don't really like sitting on a fence. So um, I just crack on and do do what I do. Um, I was blown away to be named in the top 50 and I was even more blown away to have won above and beyond award and I have to say I couldn't speak um, and I had tears in my eyes so yeah I was yeah very very touched.